and welcome to Rhyme and Reason. I'm Christina. I'm Sadie. And we're back for episode two. Woohoo! All right, guys. Let's get into it. This is really fun. I'm really, really excited about this. So, um, the phrase we're going to get into this week is hanging by a thread. Woo! Bell noise. Ding! Um, and one thing I learned with this is, like, I have been using this phrase, like, differently than when it was originally created. Just you. Well, <laughs> just me, yeah. I'm the only one who knows about it. No, like, it's one thing I thought that was interesting is, like, I was using it, like, technically incorrectly, mm-hmm. but, like, so is most of everyone who uses like, we're the all, phrase. We're all just doing Yeah. It. So, okay, the, the meaning behind the phrase is, like, if something is described as hanging by a thread, it usually means that, like, a person, an idea, a circumstance, some sort of situation mm-hmm. is in a perilous state. And with an unknown outcome that can change at any second. So the, I've got a bad feeling about this situation. It is the equivalent of, I've got a bad feeling about this. Okay. But how, like, I've been using it for so long. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. How I've been, Disney, don't get mad. How I've been using the phrase has mostly been, like, it's something that's, like, barely together. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like, imagine if you had, like, a sleeve of a shirt... And it was, like, falling off, but it's hanging by a thread. It's a very literal interpretation. Right? Or, well, that's the first thing that comes to my head. But, like, that's how I've been using it. Mm-hmm. But, like, no. That's not <laughs> that's not really fully encompassing what it is. So, like, an example would say, like, like people could say, um, like, oh, that, that Vikings game was really hanging on by a thread for a while there. Meaning, like, we didn't know. Was it was going to go in favor of the Vikings? Was it going to go in favor of the Packers? We didn't mm-hmm. know. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. So the origin of this phrase is actually really cool. Um, So the term hanging by a thread came from a legend of a banquet that King Dionysus held for Democles in ancient Syracuse. So King Dionysus was beginning to become annoyed with, like, Democles constantly telling him, like, I'm so jealous of what you have. It must be nice to be the king. Like, you have such nice things. You have such a nice life. Like, everything is so great. Mm. And so... He was like, okay, cool. If everything's so great, he like... He was getting green with, with envy. Call out to episode one. King Dionysus was like, all right, dude, if you think my life is so great, I'm going to just, like, throw a banquet in your honor and, like, you can take my place and, like, experience what it is to be, like, a king for a day. Which sounds pretty cool. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so, like, obviously... Democles, like, jumped in. Or like, this is what I've always wanted! <laughs> he was. He was just like, hell yeah! And so he's, like, it totally just, down. Just for a day? Just for one day. Okay. He was like, I'll throw this huge banquet for this day, and, like, you'll be basically me. Like, we'll trade places. Yeah. Like, uh, what was the name of that movie? Trading Places. Oh, hey, there it is. <laughs> right there. <laughs> kind of, kind of kind like Kind of, this. like, right on the nose. <laughs> Um, so, so when Democles got there, which, if I'm saying his name wrong, I apologize. When he got there, the king had been like, here's your seat, dude, and he put him in this, like, big throne, but right above the throne was this big sword that he had tied by one horse hair and or thread from, like, the ceiling, so that Democles had to, like, sit there. Like, how far, like... Like, it was barely, like... It was barely dangling above his head in this legend. Because the, the, these two people were, and like, you know, real people. all legends are real. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, really, really close to his head. 
and just like one thread was holding up this big big sword oh damn yeah it's crazy so let's get into this okay like going a little more into this legend yeah so the king so first of all the king was actually a real dude Mm -hmm. uh, king dionysus um his full title was king dionysus the second of syracuse and he was also known as dionysus the younger um, he was a Greek politician who ruled over Syracuse, Italy from 367 BC to 357 BC, and then again from 346 to 344. And we'll get into why he had like this period in his like rule. Okay. So the reason he's Dionysus the Younger is because his father is Dionysus the Elder. I mean, that makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, and so when his father passed away, mm-hmm. the Younger inherited the rule. But he was said to be, like, completely inexperienced in, like, every way when it came to, like, public affairs and, like, managing people. And so he... And part of it was he was, like, really, really young. So that also plays into his name, Dionysus the Younger. So he inherited his rule when he wasn't even 30 yet. And so for a lot of people, like, they were really unhappy with that because he was incompetent basically like you're a child you're a child who inherited like a whole country so he was ruling under the supervision of his uncle dion um and he disapproved of dionysus living this like super party boy like lavish bachelor pad yeah like crazy lifestyle and so dion reached out to plato actual real life plato actual plato plato himself and he invited him over to Syracuse, Syracuse to, like, talk to Dionysus and ultimately, like, try to convince Dionysus to, like, restructure the government and, like, learn how to do his job properly, basically. <laughs> Just to be, like, what, slap him across the face and be like, grow up and <laughs> learn how to run a government. <laughs> I know how to do this better and I'm not even ruling. Um, and so because of that, he like, Dionysus really did not like this and conspired against Dion with his friend and then went to throw Dion like completely out of his life basically later later dude I don't need you (laughs) peace so this is where the story starts to get like kind of funny sort of funny in like a weird way so Dionysus banished his uncle and he took complete power and like literally everyone hated it everybody who he ruled over like hated him because he was really really bad so his rule became so unpopular that Plato had to step in again and be like, dude, let your uncle come back. He is, like, the brain behind this. Was Dionysus, like, chill with Plato? No, he, like, didn't like that Plato kept being, like, you're doing things wrong. But he wasn't gonna, like, banish him like he did with his uncle. So right. he just, like, kind of let him leave the country. And then so Plato came back and was like, listen, man. <laughs> What's up? You're really, really messing this up. So Dionysus actually, like, went out of his way to make sure his uncle would, like, never be able to, like recuperate from being banished so he went in he messed with his finances because his uncle wasn't there and then he gave his uncle's wife so his aunt away to another man and was like like, married her off yeah and was like what are you gonna do now you don't have a wife you don't have any money jackass right he's terrible he's like the the worst person and i was like i wrote in here talk about petty (laughs) like he's so mad so Dion's like super comfy life that he had been living in exile in Athens uh-huh. um, was like totally done because he had nothing to finance. He doesn't have a wife anymore. Like, Wait, question. Yes. So he was having like cushy life in Athens. Yeah. In exile, being, just being like, banished. This is awesome. Yeah, because he could fund it. 
So he was just like, yeah, oh, whatever. So he was like, this is whatever. He didn't, was his wife stuck? Yeah. Okay. She was like, like she a hostage or? Not like hostage, but like, I think Dionysus had enough like foresight to be like, you have to go, but your lady is staying here. Gotcha. Yeah. This, the dude's really, he's messed up. Um, and so because all of his stuff got like messed with, all of his money and his wife, he was finally like, all right, well, I guess I got to go take care of this situation that's going on with King Dionysus. Let me get off of my couch and just stop eating my grapes. Take care of this. Uh huh. Stop fanning me, please. Please stop. I can't pay you for it anymore. <laughs> you are not getting. You're not getting paid. So she goodbye. Just, I gotta go. No, they all found out like they were overhearing the phone call. And <laughs> the they, phone? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And they just all dropped their their, their, words, like, their big doing... palm leaves and they're like, I'm getting out of here. This I never liked this guy anyway. Us. There's no benefits. We have Peace. no 401k, no stock no options. No retirement plan. Nothing. This is the worst. <laughs> That's what happened. So Dion formed an army and he took the city while Dionysus was just like off on vacation. Oh my god. Yeah, Dionysus was just like, peace guys, I took care of my uncle, everything's fine, and Dion was like, guess what? No. Wait, you said Dionysus was 30 or 13? 30. <laughs> right? But it's hard to tell. Okay. With his crazy actions. So, Dionysus gets word that, like, his city has basically been sacked, and he tries to get the city back, but failed, and then kept trying and kept failing. Like, this was just, like, repeatedly... <laughs> Could not get his city back. Um, and he was ultimately exiled as well. So, well, that part of the course. Okay. Yeah, so Dion yeah. was like, this is mine, taking my money, taking my wife back. This is my city. My wife, my, my city, my, my money. money, go away. Go away, you are now exiled. So while Dionysus was exiled, he became the tyrant of the city that he was exiled to. And he did so by basically, like, he would just come up and, like, hang out with these citizens. The city is called Locri, I think. L-O-C-R-I. So the people of Locri, like, he just came in, treated everybody really poorly, kept doing that until somebody killed his uncle in Syracuse. (laughs) He just waited it out. He just waited it out and was, like, terrible to other people in another region. But no one tried to do that to him? No. I don't... I guess he just, like, basically came in and, like, like, so this bro just comes in and with like, like armies. This is my town now. Yeah, and I'm gonna be a jerk to everybody. And ever did one of the townspeople like someone just go take care of his uncle, so he'll get so he'll out leave. of Locri. I maybe that's that we should look into that. Speculating over here. So many conspiracy theories. So uh, Syracuse, which is the original place where all you know, they all were, um, it was in this huge political turmoil because of like. Dion's in power. No, it's Dionysus. No, it's Dion again. And, like, all this back and forth. And so Dionysus just, like, really easily came in and, like, took the city. Like, just super fast. And then... I'll take that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Picking it up again. And then he remained in power until he was once again kicked out and sent to Corneth. Corinth. Corinth? Corinth. Thank you. Sent to Corinth where he died. Immediately? Yeah. Like, he basically <laughs> got to Corinth and was like, damn, I'm in Corinth. And, like, Okay. Dead. Right? <laughs> so, the, the, this is the story behind this guy who so supposedly just, like... That's the story of his rule. Yeah. So, now, does it make more sense? Like, you can totally see him being like, yeah, you can be king. He sounds like such a... F- I'm, no offense to anyone listening that is in a fraternity. You're probably great. 
But he sounds like a stereotypical frat dude Mm -hmm. who thinks that these, like, jokes are all hilarious. Yeah. Everything's like, ha, ha, ha. Showed you. Really weird. So he was a crazy unpopular, really terrible dude who nobody really liked, nobody wanted to be around, and then, boom, here's where the legend comes in. (laughs) So Democles, the guy who had the sword, like, hanging above his head, Mm-hmm. He was a member of King Dionysus the Younger's court. Okay. So in this story, it's not confirmed if this dude actually lived. Democles lived, according to legend. but according to yeah, right, according to legend, and he like we talked about like he was constantly like flattering the king and talking about how great the king's life was, and so the king was like, all right, dude, you can go ahead and take my place. So he he did. And he was envisioning this day of just, like, everyone, like, doting on him and, like, flattering him and telling him how great his life would be and blah, blah, blah. But, like, boom, he comes into the throne room and there's a sword (laughs) hanging above his head. And not only that, like, he, before he got to the throne room, like, Dionysus totally played it up and, like, had people do this, like, the flattery and the, like... Making sure, like... Oh, my Grace, you're so fantastic. Yeah, and he he didn't have to walk anywhere. Like, people would carry him around. Let me cover you in this big cape. Here's Mm -hmm. a staff and a crown. And everything. So, Democles is just, like, living it up Mm. on his way to the throne room. I mean... Okay, say you're that guy. Or the equivalent of that guy today. You've got to be like, where's the catch? Yeah. What's 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 going on? But apparently, not this dude. When's the pie going to hit my face? When's the floor going to fall out? Fall out from underneath me? Yeah, it's but this dude's sword gonna fall fall on me head and kill me. Um, No, but this dude was like totally, totally like naive about the whole situation. So Democles was forced to sit in the king's throne that had the sword above it, like Mm -hmm. while surrounded by the entire court. Like he had to sit there. The king was like, "Yeah, this is all for you, but you can't sit anywhere other than right here, where this giant sword is hanging." Um, and so eventually Democles, like, freaked out and begged the king, like, please, like, I'm sorry, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, like, please let me leave. So, um, the king effectively communicated his message, which, like, got super popular in all the Spider-Man movies, which is, like, with great power comes great responsibility. (laughs) Um, and then also just kind of letting Democles know that, like, being a king isn't all about, like, the lavish luxuries and... You know, like, you have people constantly who are out for your seat. Like, you have to worry about assassination attempts, and you have to worry about your city getting sacked by your uncle. And That's true. <laughs> I gave I gave Dionysus a lot of a lot of grief, but this is true. If you're a ruler, you got a lot of a lot of things to worry about. Mm-hmm. A lot of knives all over the place. All over the place, figurative or literal, hanging by threads. <laughs> right, that could fall at any time. Um, so, that's the story. That's, like, the origin of the phrase. So, some of the places where it first showed up, like, it showed up in the Canterbury Tales. Mm -hmm. So, Chaucer refers to the Sword of Democles when a knight in one of his stories describes three temples. Um, he, the, like, narrator talking to the knight says, like, pay special attention to the paintings on the walls. So, the knight is paying special attention. And he notices that the Temple of Mars had a painting of conquest. And the quote from the passage is, Above where seated in his tower, I saw conquest depicted in his power. There was a sharpened sword above his head that hung there by the thinnest and simplest thread. And that's lines 2026 20, to 2030. 
So that was a reference to right. it. Um, and then Roman, the Roman first century um, poet Horace also alluded to the sword of Democles in Ode 1 of the third book of Odes, which he um, talked about, like, all the virtues of living a simple, like, rustic, down-to-earth life. Um, in his appeal to his friend, um, Horace describes the Sicilian feasts, sitting that, to quote, uh, no one above whose impious head hangs a drawn sword can enjoy any of the feasts that are going on. Meaning, like, even if you're at a sweet party and you're worried, if you're worried about something or someone trying to get you, like, you'll, you won't be able to enjoy. You're constantly paranoid about the mm-hmm. daggers in the dark coming out to get you or mm-hmm. something. Exactly. And then, actually, uh, JFK used the phrase. So, President JFK compared the dread of nuclear annihilation that was going on during, like, the Cold War times um, to the Sword of Democles, because it was, like, an omnipresent threat. Like, everyone was... I mean, hanging on by a thread versus the pressing of a button. It's pretty... Yeah. (laughs) But it was, like... It's the same idea. They're parallel, for mm -hmm. sure. It was, he was... Like, this one little thing can lead to destruction. Mm-hmm. And it was like a situation where nobody knew what was going to happen like right. at any time. Um and so Khrushchev um, has been was quoted as saying that he wanted the Tsar Bomba um to hang like a sword of Democles over the imperialists' heads. Well, there you go. Right? He like directly used it. And then like a fun one um uh, is from Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> so um the sixth song thing from Rocky Horror Picture Show is fun. That's so fun. <laughs> it's a great if you haven't seen it, listeners, please please watch it. Well, Not if you're driving or well, running. I'll do the time warp again. Yeah. Um so the sixth song in this awesome show is actually titled The Sword of Democles. And in the song, Rocky Horror is created in a Frankenstein-esque way by the housemaster, Dr. Frankenfurter. And his first words and thoughts about upon being created were, the sword of Democles is hanging over my head, and I've got a feeling that someone's going to be cutting the thread. Oh, that beautiful, dim-witted monster. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> so dim-witted. <laughs> but yeah, that's, 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 that's the phrase. So it's pretty cool. It means more of like, Having a feeling of, like, omnipresent... Danger. That you don't know, like, what's going to happen in the situation. Like, something's going to go wrong. I don't know what, but I know that something at any moment could go wrong. Could go wrong. We don't... Or go right. We don't know. Yeah, that impending possibility of doom. Mm -hmm. Or... Or really good outcome also. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? What could happen? Oh, man. You could be king... Or you, or you could, could die. die. So that was Take that. <laughs> that was hanging by a thread. I hope you guys enjoyed it. You learned something new today. Yes, we're learning something new every day around here. Next week we'll learn something new also, but we're not going to tell you what we're learning about because we don't know what we're learning about quite yet. So you just gotta wait. Tune and in. See. Yeah. Make sure. Yeah. Tune into our podcast that you you put on your phone. <laughs> All right, guys, make sure that you subscribe um, so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends if you are enjoying these shows. Listen with your friends. I mean, you could make a party of it. You could pu- you could Bluetooth connect this bad boy to your TV speaker or something, and then I'll listen as a group. 
Make sure to follow us on all our social media. It's Rhyme Reason Pod. Or at Gmail at rhymereasonpod at gmail.com. And this is only our second episode, you guys. So we have plenty more planned and ones that are coming. We have research going on all over the place. And we have a list of things that we want to share with you guys and funny stories or ridiculous origins of all sorts of things coming up. But if there's anything that you want to know or something that you guys have heard a lot in your lives or an idiom or phrase, you're like, where did that come from? What is that? Why do we say that? Or what? That doesn't even make any sense. Uh, If you have any of those that are just eating at you and you want us to um, explore into it a little more in depth, let us know. Send in something and then maybe you'll be featured. We are open to suggestions and input because we're on this little journey together. Yep. And make sure we do have a Patreon going on. Um, So if you guys want to, go ahead and jump on there. Check that out. Um, We do have different um, items that we're going to be giving away Mm -hmm. um, to our Patreon members. We have different tiers of uh, rewards, some of which include bonus episodes, where I go in-depth with different fables and get to tell you some story time. It's really cool. You should do it, guys. It's really, really cool. All right, well, thanks, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.